0: Hello beautiful people and happy Mother's Day to everybody out there. Uh, No matter what format that uh, mothering is taking, happy Mother's Day to you. And uh, I wanted to, real fast today on Mother's Day, count down my five favorite mothers that we have covered on this show. Now that's just the ones we've covered on this show. Obviously music theater is rife with uh, mother figures, both positive and negative, or just purely uh two-dimensional covered some interesting ones here actually especially recently uh looking at my list here and so i wanted to count down my five favorite musical theater moms
1: there was a time my feet were so solidly planted you'd sail away while i turned my back to the sea Pony kicked
0: her. Here. Coming in at number five, it is Jenna from Waitress.
1: She is messy, but she's kind. She is lonely most of the time. She is all of this mixed up and baked in a beautiful pie. She is gone, but she used to be mine.
0: The thing I like about Jenna is her journey as the mother is, I mean, obviously it's the center of the show, but it also is just very honest about the fact that she doesn't want to have a baby, and then even when she finds out she's pregnant, she doesn't turn on a dime she takes the entire show and really it's not up until the birth of her child that she 100% commits um to being a mother and finds the strength to do all the things she needs to do uh and that is I think even though very melodramatic possibly if handled incorrectly it is very very honest it is a very honest uh experience at least modeling with my experience of becoming a parent is there is something even if you're 100% in as I was with all my kids it, it, there's a moment where it's real it's very very real and it's right in front of you and you sort of can access things that maybe you hadn't thought about before so that's why i love jenna from waitress so
1: Me. I tell it's him. hard to be the devil, it's hard to be divine, to live the life of fever with your guts on the line. It's hard to <laughs> be the diva. My v- psychopharmacologist and it's I, beautiful. it's like an odd romance, intense and very intimate. We do our dance smoke, smoke, sign of the devil, sign of the devil, city on fire. Minister for smile The devil may care. You don't pull such mannerisms out of the air. The
0: I am going to say this is maybe a controversial choice. Lily Craven from The Secret Garden. I've made no secret of the fact that uh, the song How Could I Ever Know, I think is just one of the most beautiful songs in all of music theater um, and is a tender, heartbreaking moment. But what I really like about Lily is that for a character who is angelized and deceased um, and sort of, you know, held up as a, you know, to unattainable goals, she Does all the things that she needs to do she's still very round she's still a very round character she still has uh, a lot to offer and a point of view we get to see in quartet her giving her opinions and uh it is a wonderful uh example of somebody who gave everything it's a wonderful example of a, a a person whose spirit infuses the people that she touched, and it is an excellent uh, parallel that the musical creates between her and Mary, and uh, which is not present in the novel. that's something that purely an invention of uh, Marcia Norman and Lucy Simon, and I think it's wonderful. So it's Lily Craven coming in at number four. Number three. Greetings to you all. A few
1: instructions just before rehearsal starts. I hold to the ground as the ground keeps shifting, keeping my balance square. Trying not to care about this man whom Marvin loves.
0: What What list would be complete without the Queen, Judy Kuhn? Long may she reign, and uh, in this particular performance, and the roast very recently discussed uh, character of Helen Bechtel in Fun Home.
1: Days made of bargains I made because I thought as a wife I was meant to, and now my life is shattered and laid bare. days and days and days and days and days and days. And days
0: said a lot about Helen uh, in the episode with uh, when Carrie interviewed me about Fun Home, so you can just go back a couple episodes and listen to everything I have to say. But the short answer is Helen's journey as a character in relation to Allison is uh, very, very interesting where Helen finds the strength within herself to do the thing she wished she could have done years ago and then challenges her daughter to do the same in a heartbreaking moment of Every you know realization for Allison that her mother has been working hard to make her a strong woman and someone who can face the world and who not someone who gave up all her days like she did and it is a stunningly beautiful uh, moment in the show. So number three, Helen Bechtel from Fun Home.
1: Don't you come back here? I didn't raise you to give away your days like me
0: Number 2 hey, Montine from Les Miserables.
1: Cause that it's turned so cold Cause that it's past your bedtime You've played the day
0: This is probably largely influenced by the fact that Fantine's death is, and then reappearance at the end of the show, uh, is two moments that just make me absolutely sob in music theater. Um, Honestly, just cry, cry, cry. That's all I do during those sections. And it is the selflessness of Fantine to give everything of herself for her daughter. And that would be rather saccharine and kind of disingenuous to me if it wasn't for the fact that it's offset by the amount of cruelty in that musical that she is uh that is beset upon her and not only from the factory workers and her foreman and and all of the things she goes through when she's sort of cast out to the streets but the the fact that it is all a lie that the Thenardier's are milking her for money she doesn't have i mean extorting her really and it is so awful to think about the fact that she's doing all these things and trying to make all this money and she doesn't have to because the people she's charged with taking care of her daughter aren't doing their job and in fact quite the opposite and so it's also useless her sacrifice it feels but it's so genuine and so beautiful and that charges Valjean in a real really important way to kick him into the second half of act one and then obviously into act two with living up to the responsibility first that he's given by the bishop but then that is reinforced by Fantine and that he has to then recommit to be the person he wants to be um, and without Fantine he is hes not half the man that he is expected to be
1: for God's sake please stay till I am sleeping and tell Cosette I love her and I'll see her when I wake
0: number one of course
2: Here she is world
0: It has to be
2: Here's Rose Curtain off Light the light Play it boys You either got it Or you ain't
0: Got it. Rose Hervik being one of the actually, as I'm looking at the list here, two uh, actual people represented on stage. It's rare that you have a musical bio of anybody. We've got two on this list of five. Uh, but <laughs> what can you say about Mama Rose that, uh, that hasn't been said by somebody else, and probably much more eloquently. But uh, the thing I love about Mama Rose is that it is a true examination of a character we see her from every direction and we see her being terrible and being funny and being scary and being selfless and being selfish and we see all these things uh, throughout the entire show and then just when we're ready to form an opinion about her uh she gives us rose's turn at the end where she just lets it all hang out and the great thing about rose's turn is it is not a song of Explanation or a song of Please Forgive Me. The character stays true to herself, and her explanation is disjointed and manic and sad, and she represses any of that sort of psychobabble Freudian thing to that basic babble of Mama, which Ethel Merman does so well. I don't think anyone's done it quite as well since, though Angela Lansbury comes close. Um, it is just an absolute breakdown that this character is having uh, in front of us and showing the toll of all the decisions she made on her own soul and how she at the end either is forgiven or is not forgiven by her daughter uh, really is immaterial because it is up to the audience to, for your own personal each audience member to either forgive or not forgive or understand or not understand Um, she's one of the most amazing characters ever written uh, for the American stage and I think she the you know, obviously is the number one number one musical mama here on Mother's Day
2: that's living for some people for some hum drum people
0: so much for listening thank you for listening to uh distantly social so i've been getting a lot of uh good feedback about them I, I am going to start changing them up a tiny bit i'm going to start varying they're not just going to be interviews with people i'm going to start experimenting with new things like this just to sort of vary up the feed a little bit and uh, and in, enter, inject some uh, some entertainment into it as well as uh talking with people about where they're at which i'm certainly going to keep doing and of course we'll always be uh doing our tuesdays with robbie and so I'm, uh, end the episodes every week with uh, a new guest. So no intermissions still in the foreseeable future as we're kind of doing six intermissions a week and then an episode on Wednesday. But, um, thank you for listening. Thank you for enjoying. And, uh, my name is Patrick Flynn and I can't, I have rehearsal.